friends. You just have the word on the strings. Word on the strings. Girl, welcome to Word on the Straits. The podcast for Impact Straight Culture. And let's power flag, flag, flag. I'm Sam. And I'm Joe. Welcome, everyone. Hello. Joe, tell me how you are. I have not seen you in, I have not seen you in person in weeks at this point. But. It, it is very that. This is it, true. I And I don't know the last time I would have been able to say that. Like, before you moved to New York, I think. Like, so, two years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm okay. Things are just like popping off in Copadina world. Not like, um, it's just crazy again. Like I got an alert on my phone today that was like, girl, don't go outside. It just, it it was like a friendly reminder. Girl, it was Pennsylvania and it was like, hey, like all the hospital beds are like almost full, girl. So like maybe Mm -hmm. stay home, maybe stay home. But like everyone's iPhone did that thing where it went like, you know. We should have been doing that all along. People should have just, it, it should just always say on everyone's phone, like, hands up. Yeah, it's like, hey, bitch. It's like, yeah, the the NSA officer watching you go to Starbucks or whatever, he should just text you and be like, bitch, go home. Yeah. It's like, we all need our own Hillary, our own personal Hillary Duff on our shoulder telling us, bitch, go home. It's a pandemic. I want, I wish that video was more of a cultural staple. I feel like it's more of just that you, you and I will just be like, Go home. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Go home. And Emily, my sister, will say that too because we watched that video a lot right when it came out. Sorry, I just got the most insane text message. I need to. I need to be honest about this, Sam. What is it? It's like maybe my cousin is going to the bar right now. Like I, I, I'm just not. I'm just gonna put my phone down. I'm just gonna pretend I don't see it. I don't see it. Twitter meme. Anybody? Uh, I don't see it. And are they inviting you because we're recording on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving when everyone goes exactly. to that that sort of thing? It's like that tradition doesn't okay, need to last okay. in a pandemic. Talk about straight culture. Honestly, bitch. why are we doing the topic that we decided on for today when we could have been talking about the Wednesday before Thanksgiving? We might have to switch. We honestly <laughs> might have to switch. It's like... a great idea for next year's Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> I have so much to say. Let me touch on it briefly, but why don't we bring in our guests before I do that? Okay, we absolutely can. Our wonderful guest today is a stand-up and comedian. We just found out he's an uptown boy. We're pretty prone to Brooklynites here on this pod, but very excited girl. To have, I'm excited to have this uptown boy on the pod. Yes, a Harlem resident on our podcast. Uh, let's bring him in. Please welcome to the pod, Yari Tall. Hello, everybody. Uh, and to everybody, I mean Sam and Joe, but also to uh, your audience in your earphones um, and your iPhones probably as well. And your damn Androids, too. Everyone's always yeah. on their damn phones these days. You Girl, ever sure. that? No Absolutely. Yeah. All of them. Uh, T-Mobile and Sprint merged. Everybody's having a party. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, let's talk. Let's talk about these mergers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this that's real straight culture, right? Talking about <laughs> talking absolutely. about. Oh, the uh, the Dow Jones hit three thirty thousand points. It's like this is straight culture. Aggregate <laughs> monopolies. Yeah. Uh, capitalism is straight it's culture. Straight 100%. as hell. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I. Uh, but I will I, say. I, mean, share I will say. Um, 
I don't want to tell tales out of school, and I certainly don't want to out anybody. But in Ooh. college, uh, Dow Jones and I, we might have <laughs> we might have fooled around a little bit. Wow. I don't want to. Dow you know, Jones it, is a great drag name. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't want to tell tales out of school, but uh, yeah, I gave him some good head. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad for Dow. Yeah, yeah. It sounds. I mean, I trust you. I trust you. <laughs> Um, Yari, how, how is it? How are you right now? Are you doing all right? Are you, what is your, what does your Thanksgiving setup look like in these times? In these times? Um, well, um, I am, um, I got rapid tested for COVID today. <laughs> negative. Come so on. I am going to, uh, my parents for Thanksgiving. Um, it's just going to be my mom, my dad, my brother, me, and my girlfriend. Um, and, um, I have a lot of projects for school that I'm doing. So all of my, um, all of my, like, um, thinking right now is just like, oh, when am I going to do this thing? When am I going to do that thing? So I, I, uh, my finals Thanksgiving good. this year is, uh, finals giving. Oh. I used to make like a clipboard every finals in high school just to like get through it. I would like decorate it and procrastinate on it, but it would also help organize my thoughts. But yeah, I just, I feel you finals is a whole mental state in its own. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually really bad in that sort of environment. I think like in a finals type situation, I've, I just would, I'm just really bad at academics. I think where I would just spend, <laughs> so long procrastinating for no reason at all. Mm. I feel like if I went back to school now, I'd be way better at it because I'm like an adult and I guess that's why I would be, but I don't, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I spent a lot of time waiting until midnight the night before to do anything, you know? Yeah. Good yeah. Vibe. I, um, I, I feel like I thrive in an academic setting. Um, I always like, um, I don't know. I just like school. Um, because I'm a nerd, um, and also like my finals, like my I, uh, my finals aren't like um, take a test. It's like a go out and shoot yourself a damn movie. Oh so, yeah. So so my finals are like uh, you know film something safely. So um, that's relatively easy, and I think they've been taking it pretty easy on us this semester, also because of you know um, you extenuating know, circumstances. Extenuating circumstances. Um, we have a master of the fine arts on the not, pod. Uh, and uh, what's it called? An aspiring, what, what is it called? A, uh, a rising? No, that's astrology. Mm. <laughs> I'm an MFA candidate. rising. Candidate? Yes, an MFA candidate. Oh yes, the candidacy of it all, yes. Yeah. I vote for it, you. If you, guys had, if you guys had to do um, Astrology, but for different types of degrees, mm. what would you what would you be? I'm definitely like a women's studies rising, <laughs> but like, like yeah, like BFA is my sun sign, probably. Yeah, like totally useless. <laughs> I was communication sun because that's what I was, <laughs> uh, but I feel like I had I I. Well, I was a sociology minor, so I guess I might be the moon sign. Oh, yeah. um, Wait, I was a Spanish minor, so. Yeah, and then I feel like it's That's sort of like a, a history rising sign where I felt like every time I took a history class, I like loved it. And then 
didn't really follow that passion anywhere, which, mm. you know, uh, is coming to bite me as I make it through adulthood and the jobs. What, what history jobs are you going to get? Also, I have to answer my own question. Please. But what jobs in history can you get? You know, oh, I, meant more had... like, I meant more like generalized <laughs> uh, joy and uh, contentment. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, talk about ancient oh. history, generalized <laughs> joy and contentment. Not in 2020, bitch. Um, I feel like historians are probably having a ball with this year. They're like, we've never experienced anything like this yeah they're gonna yeah. be like holy shit i'm gonna remember all of this you know how you know how people are always like oh this is this is like a like unprecedented you know <laughs> yeah, they like, say that this is so far from unprecedented like yeah this is many of these yeah this is this seems fairly unprecedented you know like uh mm. people, like when when uh, fuck, I was reading about American Idiot, the album, you know, a uh, rock and roll band, Green Day. Absolutely. Um, they talked about how they made that album to encourage people to go vote for John Kerry because <laughs> they were living in unprecedented times. Um, and I was like, yeah, I, I guess like, you know, I lived under George Bush and, you know, that those times are pretty unprecedented, but these yeah. times are freaking, you know, if there was a precedented, not anymore. Not anymore. Already, yeah. already out the window. This so. reminds me of a YouTube comment I saw a couple days ago because I, <laughs> I pulled, <laughs> I pulled up uh, "I Love You Always Forever" by the with the I believe it's the Robin cover of that song. Is it Robin? I forget. But uh, there's a YouTube, there's a comment on in that video. That's like, uh, I needed me, I needed this to get me through these crazy 2018 times. And then <laughs> wow. the, the reply to it came like three or four months ago, being like, Well, what now, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like I'm the glad present... this song helped, though. You know, yeah, music is healing, yeah, nature is healing. The thing is, like, every single present moment is unprecedented in a that's, way, that's true. The present is unprecedented. Kiss my ass or whatever Kanye Ta said that one time. The pre <laughs> the that you know that album probably one of my favorite albums of all time came out uh, ten just years turned, ago. Just yeah. turned ten. I remember that was my freshman year of college when that came out, sure. and I was walking around Washington D.C., which I know I still have to get back to my my signs. I'll oh, tell yeah. you what I what I uh, majored and minored in in college, um, but I don't uh, identify with those as my as my signs really, I think, mm. you know, just more circumstance. But then again, isn't all birth, aren't all birthdays circumstance? And aren't it's all literally a snapshot of where the stars were on your birthday. That's that's nothing but a, the circumstance. Absolutely. Okay, so I guess I had a major and a double minor. My major was political science. Um, my minor was history. Okay. And my other minor was jazz studies. So oh, you better work. Yeah, so I guess, um, I, yeah, again, I took the maximum amount of credits every semester of college. That's wild. Because I just enjoyed being in class. Um, I like You enjoyed learning or you enjoyed being in class? A I little bit of both. Synonymous. Sure. A little bit of both because I, um, I liked reading um, a lot, mm. um, but I also, I still enjoy reading, but I also like participating. You know, wow. I like I like being an active member of the of the class community. I'm so happy you said that word, participate. Yeah, 
That is just yeah. such an important word lately. Like, I don't know why I've been thinking about participation lately. Well, it, you're probably thinking about it because it's 10% of your grade. It's 10% of your grade. <laughs> Showing up is 10% of your grade, man. So it's always on your mind. <laughs> when when the when the semester started in, in uh in grad school, I was <laughs> Mr. Participation. <laughs> and like to the point where I um was extremely self-conscious about it, but it was like, you know how like when you keep thinking to yourself like don't yawn don't yawn don't yawn but then you like keep yawn like the whole time i was like you're being annoying you're being annoying you you shouldn't raise your hand you shouldn't raise your hand and then you raise your hand. oh that reminds me of a of a, a movie that i saw one time you know <laughs> so um i absolutely um uh love participation um almost um pathologically uh like participating I think that people who love being in class and learning and being a part of the class culture through participation are the exact kind of people who should be going to higher education. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, uh, but I like, I also uh, saw it as a, as a sense of like a, like a kind of an, uh, I don't want to say an obligation or a duty, but like, you know, this is like a, a MFA, right? A master of fine arts. Mm -hmm. And we're all going to be collaborating with each other and probably saying some pretty nasty shit to each other about each other's mm -hmm. projects at, at one point or another. Absolutely. You know? That's, that's so, what you pay for. Yeah. So I, uh, I was like, okay, well, we might as well get our rapport rolling now because we're communicating through a screen. I don't know anybody's vibes here. Yeah. So you better, I, you see, we're like throwing out and see what sticks. Yeah. I got to throw a whole bunch of vibes out there. That is so hard. I, yeah. I can't even imagine because like I took some grad classes, like some grad art seminars when I was in college and like it's a whole different ball game. It is very much about participation. You're mm -hmm. like expected to like, you know, just pontificate all this shit on the spot kind of or like definitely have a good rapport with everybody and like the zoom of it all the chemistry fucked like that would be that would be so much. Yeah. Imagine like um. Ugh. Like nobody talking, uh, like because, like in a class setting, you can like feel out the vibes and be like, okay, I can feel this person's energy. They're about to raise their hand. I'm or it's not like they're over hand. it. They're yeah. still hungover. It's like, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. You can smell what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but but especially in the first few weeks, um, it's just like I don't know any of these people. Um, half of them are um, from other countries, which I think is in, uh, like uh, you know. I was really excited about that because I like learning about foreign cinema um, and hearing mm -hmm. what everybody's uh, taste is from their uh, countries. And I was just like, um, you know, what can I, like, how can I make everyone feel, you know, like uh, participating is, because I want to hear everybody's opinions, you know? That's, that's, awesome. what, that's what I like to do. Um, but I also, you know, being online, you guys, you guys see this, you guys online, you guys online? Um, yeah. yeah. Sometimes. There's yeah. that there's that whole damn account that's called Guy in Your MFA. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, a guy who has has good taste and stuff is enthusiastic about <laughs> it, about art, you know? That's the oh whole point of that fucking account. Yeah. Oh, th oh, this guy likes uh David Foster Wallace, genuinely one of the greatest <laughs> writers who's ever lived, you know? <laughs> like that guy. Yeah, oh, my he likes uh, oh yeah, uh, that guy. You know, the guy who's really earnest about his uh, art. Uh, yeah, he is the lonely. reason we're here in this space. Yeah, together to learn. Yeah. 
when did Ernesty become so uncool that it's just like, like, you know, you just can't, you can't even anymore. I'm bringing like, it, I'm trying to bring it back. Yeah. I feel like, I know I talk about her all the time, but I feel like Gaga is doing it with Chromatica in a way where it's like so stupid and campy and she's wearing like the big oversized like rabbit ears and like in her pool or whatever. It's like, it's earnest. There's a couple of weeks ago, I told someone that he had really great biceps and he said, are you making fun of me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) The shade of it all. Honestly, if you told me that I had really great biceps, I would think you were making fun of me too. <laughs> because I uh, 100% do not have great biceps. Mm-hmm. Um, to you. Um, but maybe to others, they're good. Maybe maybe to others, yeah. Um, wait, I, I actually have an interesting thought about um, earnestness and um, not so much like, um, le- not so much Lady Gaga, but like the, the kind of, <laughs> The, the vibes in the camp of earnestness yeah. because I feel like um, social media right now, the way that you get like followers is, is, um, is to be earnest or to be like authentic, but the medium itself is a, is a construct, right? It's the shallowest thing there is. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally, you're choosing the words you write, you're choosing the frame. So it's impossible to be, to be authentic on a platform like that. Um, so uh, I find that like, you know, what, what pisses me up, I just wish people were like, um, were at, like actually cynical kind of, you know, like genuinely cynical, not like, um, not like cynical in like a, um, in like the, in their like, um, you know, just kind of like, you know, day to day, like whatever, but like cynical in terms of like thinking critically about like the things of what they're doing and like always like kind of being, um nasty yeah. about stuff that's going on i would love right. to hear more yeah. people be nasty uh online you know that's why like a finsta is very there are sparks you know what yeah. i mean like because someone's like private thoughts are like more candid thoughts or or something that they you know feel they can't share with the whole wide public is obviously going to be more charged and more honest in a way even though it is like still this mediation but like Girl, the close stories, people mm-hmm. spill the tea. Like people yeah. say it how it is. It's crazy. Yeah. So I, you're being more yourself with your close friends or just with queer men who you know. <laughs> there's that. There's always that. Just people who are on my list because they're gay and I know them. <laughs> but then like even outside of that, like the whole Finsta thing, like it people are more like honestly cynical, I feel, <laughs> on their Finstagrams than they are IRL on their yeah. mains, if you wilt. Yeah, they're yeah they're being more honest and open about their thoughts on everything. Do you mm-hmm. do you guys have uh, finstas? I have a close friends list, but I don't have a finsta. I do not have a finsta, but I have two accounts because I do drag and I kind of make the drag one like stupider. But that's that's kind of it. Yeah, I used to have an alt Twitter account, but I no longer have that. I do use close friends, but not so much for like shady posting um but i used to have like i mean well i shady like shady post uh i felt like alt twitter was good for a while but then i was just sort of like this is just a bad use of my energy and it is not helping me in any way to put this out into the universe to my friends in this format uh so i deleted it yeah i feel like i feel like um you know alt twitter accounts um 
typically have bad vibes. Yeah, there's you know? a darkness there. There's a darkness in the psyche there. Cause it's like, you're usually making a troll account with mm -hmm. like your favorite pop stars, like twit icon or like who or whatever, or you just stay the egg and you're a little troll, you know? Yeah. Or it's it like you, would, everything ahead. I was putting on my private Twitter account would have just begun, been so much better for me in a journal. Like I just feel like there's no reason <laughs> of anyone following that and you could, you, it's, it'll be fine if it's just you and yourself with your own private thoughts for a, for a while. Uh, I, well, actually I tweeted something like that when I first deleted it. I was like, now that I don't have a private account, I'll have to just wait with my, my thoughts and keep them to myself until I'm with a close enough confidant for me to reveal them. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's how that's how life. Yeah, works. that's life. That's, what, mm -hmm. that's what, what we do yeah. here on this planet. <laughs> I, I um, I like um when I journal because I like I like when like if I'm upset enough about something to journal about it then i like only write like really really nasty shit Mo usually just about myself um <laughs> and i'm just like writing like a like a fuck you fuck you like <laughs> like over and over again so my journal is full of bad vibes mm. uh, but i um after i do it i'll read it the next day i'll feel a deep shame and then i'll take uh my trusty old friend scissors and i'll cut them out and i'll uh flush them down the toilet as if oh. they never happened and wow. that's healing. That uh, yeah. is ritual, and that's I think that's healthy. Yeah, journaling is the best. Yeah, I I want my journal to have good vibes only, um, but I am full of bad vibes. Um. And you gotta get them out somehow. <laughs> yeah. And writing is really writing is that girl. Yeah, I've I have um, really felt a freedom online um, since like um, I obviously I like have plans to return to comedy and to stand up and stuff. But I don't think that my like plan is to be like a TV writer or something. My plan isn't to be like a a professional stand up, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um I I would like to be a filmmaker. I'd like to, you know, do that. Um but I like performing. I like being funny. So when I got out of the mentality that like my Twitter account needed to be for me to like gain followers and gain success, then I really just started uh Having I started fun. Like, I started actually having fun. And then like like and then you take it less serious and then when you see shit on there that you're like um oh um the the flippy flops uh said you know exactly. and it's like and you're you know i remember i was like pissed off at that guy like lana del raytheon do you remember that guy who was <laughs> no. like he was this like leftist twitter account that like <laughs> got that like i forget he like got canceled for something or they, they excuse me, they got canceled for something. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what. And I remember like, I was really invested in the, in their canceling um, for, a for a, for, for like a good few weeks. And then, uh, you know, you were it, like, what am I even doing? Yeah. The, the, those words together make no sense. You Why know? do I yeah. care about this 12 year old Lana Del Rey stand getting canceled? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like what uh, am I doing with my yeah. life? Yeah, and half of the like the posts that are that people are always dunk on are literally done by like children, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know kids are evil. We were all evil. We were just figuring out what the limit was. And we thankfully were not on Twitter. All exactly. Of my time since retreating from greater Twitter, which is what I call unfollowing everyone <laughs> except for five accounts, is has been so <laughs> wonderful. 
I only find out things if Nick Miller tells me about them. And (laughs) that's, and I don't need to know. Like, and that's a good way to find out about anything like good news, bad news coming from Nick. It's like nothing about my life has changed for the worse, not knowing about what is going on on Twitter today. And I am really happy about that. It's actually been so good to not be like, what's the like because like every day on twitter is like a is like an episode of tv and like there's like a story that happens and then like you you follow throughout the day because it changes every hour about like what's going on like with the latest who knows what it is it's always something different and it's like very captivating but it's it is not worth my stress over like how many followers i have it's just like it's it's, (sighs) the whole thing is made up it doesn't matter it's like the yeah. freaking points on who's on who's yeah, anyway yeah, yeah it's a void that you can just stare at for fun it's like one time i saw a meme be be born and live a life and die in one afternoon you know and that's yeah. like you said that's every day on there but like watching it is mystifying but then at the end you are left disillusioned and like hungry and like emptier than ever yeah like, We've been talking I, about social media on every episode. Every episode podcast. Girl. It is uh, it is culture right now, which is unfortunate. But I, this is actually some something I, I don't want to keep harping on social media if it's well trod ground on word on the streets, you know. <laughs> you could say that. Um, but um, one thing that I think, and maybe this is also well trod ground, is that like we are well trodden. I don't know. We could talk about grammar if you I guys tread. Well tread. I think so. Ooh, absolutely. Uh, okay. Well tread ground. Okay, that sounds that sounds right coming out of my mouth. Sure. Um, when um, when the um, like the pandemic has made like your human interaction is only through social media, right? So like, for the most part. So I deleted my Twitter account for like a month and a half when I was starting school, and it was great for my productivity. But then like. Um, after about like five weeks, I felt like very, very lonely because my program was just like new people. And it's people mm. who I like, you know, I, I, I like everybody in my program, but it's all like new. And I was like thinking like, I haven't seen Nick Miller post a brother check-in in like six weeks. Right. And I like reactivated with the explicit purpose of just like taking it less seriously. Um, but I'm sure that has, you know, been discussed at length and probably will be discussed by the um by the masters in social media studies um um, uh departments that are soon to be uh, yeah i'll pray for them you know let's pray for those future pupils because that is gonna suck like i have often i mean i'm fascinated by that kind of stuff and i feel like like memeology or like social media studies and that sort of stuff is actually very very interesting and i would love to have been able to study that kind of stuff uh (laughs) obviously well i guess like sociology would have been again i you know i should have just i who who, how's anyone supposed to know at 18 years old what they're gonna want to do for the rest of their (laughs) life you know yeah absolutely why did i study political science at the george washington university bad vibes that's a school with bad vibes oh my god i can't even imagine that that school has maybe some of the worst vibes possible mm-hmm. you know that's just haunted as fuck yeah it's it's a school for you know i'm uh most of my closest friends are from that school so i'm talking a little shit but not about them because they're good but it's a school for people who want to lobby for exxon mobile that's it they oh. want to they want to go and you know they want to study Arabic so that they can get a job at the State Department. Uh, uh, you know, blow up kids. That is so you know? fucking boring. Like it's, it's so it's 
it's moronic. It, it's, please uh, get a life. Yeah. Please crack yeah. a book. And you know what's you know what's fucked up? I didn't read any like actual interesting political anything theory while you were there. Yeah, no. I didn't read. I, I you know what I did they teach you? Yeah, I started reading like Marx like in 2015. You know, mm. like 2015, 2016 during the during the Trump election, or maybe a little bit after that. So 2016, I that is when I started reading Marx. You know. So, uh, but I studied politics, you know, and who's, you know, the most prolific political writer of the last, um, you know, 200 years. Anyway, not to talk about, not to talk about uh, Marx or anything. Who doesn't Marx? love Marxism? Yeah, yeah Marx I actually just read the, the I read the Communist Manifesto for the first time a couple, a months ago. Oh, how'd that. you like it? I thought it was really great. I it came away with from it was like a much greater understand. Like, I obviously I was like sympathetic to the ideas, but like, it really lays it out so simply and so it's such even though it's written in older terms like i felt like it was like i really like conceptualized a lot of things in much better ways and new ideas that i hadn't even considered before what yeah like i find it really interesting once you talk like kind of the different ways that production happens like the means of production versus the modes of production and like like once it's broken down into like its subcategories it um, it becomes a lot easier to like digest when you're like, okay, what does this word mean? Okay, what does this word mean? Okay, what does this word mean? It takes me fucking like weeks to read something and like understand it, and then I have to have a conversation with five people who have already read it in order to to really feel like I have a grasp on it. Big vibe. Speaking Big of vibe. which, my roommate and I were talking about how we probably wouldn't have gotten through any school had it not been for our classmates or other people. Yeah. It's like, mm -hmm. that's the secret. Like, that's all of school. Like, everyone's working together because otherwise you could not make it happen. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's why it's like such a bummer to like, to be online during, um, during school. I mean, I'm in, I'm having a great time. I love it. But um, at the same time, it's like, you know, I want to like, you know, on our 15 minute break in class, I want to like go and grab a coffee with one of my classmates. I don't want to like, you know, stretch and like uh, put on sunglasses. So I don't, <laughs> so I don't expose myself to too much blue light radiation or whatever, Yeah. you know? Um, but, um, you know, we, uh, Everything happens for a reason. Am I right, guys? It feels I think that you're way. Very right. I yeah. think we should take this time to move into the word on the streets. Okay. I love it. I love it. And I this this happens for a reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm. all right, today we wanted to talk to you about Black, Black Friday. Friday. Okay. Which is, as we all know, the day the Friday after Thanksgiving. Where there's a bunch of sales and all the companies go into the black from the red debt that they were in. Is that, oh, is what, that, is that why it's called that? I think so. What? I'm pretty sure because like when when they're in, when they're in negative numbers, it's in red, and mm -hmm. then when it's in positive numbers, it's in black. Oh, yeah. Debt red is the color of debt. Yeah. That that make you know when I when I'm overdrawn, that mm -hmm. number's when I'm not black. Red no. is the color of recording, stopping, mm -hmm. and debt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you're in negative numbers on Jeopardy, you know that shit's red. Yeah. But black color my true love's hair. Mm. Mm. Beautiful. Vibe. Yeah. I don't and know if you guys knew that. Having money. I like, wait, I like almost knew it was a reference. What's it from? 
It is a song called Black is the Color of My True Love's Hair. Oh, I thought um, it was just a fact because I thought your girlfriend had black hair. <laughs> she does have black hair, but but uh, we'll go but it's um uh Nina Simone. Nina it's a jazz standard, but uh you know, this is my jazz studies minor coming in. Coming through jazz. Yeah. Okay, I also had two minors. What was your second minor? Environmental inquiry. Oh, exactly. That's an interesting minor. Exactly. Is that like not believing in global warming? It's like, You're girl, like, I, don't I have a couple questions about this. <laughs> I have, I'm curious. And you know, curiosity killed the planet. No, it was just like, I wanted to be a double major. And then they were like, no, nah, bitch. And I was like, yeah, you're right, bitch. And I was like, <laughs> okay, let me, let me, let me grab one of these minors on the way out. I wanted to be a double major at one point, but they wouldn't let me be. They, you you can't double major two majors in the same college, which is like, why would that, that be? The, true. Yes, well, it was for me, and in they was dumb. Yeah, there they were just like, you can't, and it's like obviously this is the area of interest I have. Why can't I? Yeah, why that would I not be right. able to do? There are people who absolutely you. like in my school like double majored and like international affairs and business, you know? I think cause yeah. you know, the George Washington University knows that their alumni are gonna go from the, go from the private <laughs> sector to the public sector and back and forth. So so it's like, oh, you know, our alumni include uh, uh, they need Charles to be, Pope, you know? Yeah, this revolving door ain't gonna revolve itself. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's um, sort of a Red Rover, Red Rover center. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, you know, that Rover, he's in debt. <laughs> True. Here's the thing about Black Friday, absolutely fucking not. People fucking die. It's like, no, you guys. And I understand that it's like the onslaught is like the struggle is real for lack of mm -hmm. a better phrasing. And like these prices are low and mm -hmm. money is tight. And it's these like maybe- These prices are low. They are low. Yeah. I see them slashing. I see the deals. I see these plasma screen TVs. We got it, BOGO. We got BOGO 50. I don't even know what BOGO is. I want to BOGO one. to the polls, you know? <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. I also, wait, one thing that I want to plug bef before is I want everyone to go out there and vote as soon as you're hearing this. I want everyone to <laughs> get out there, go to the polls, uh, Just watch, show up, watch what's going on, stop the steal, you know? Yari, you'll be thrilled to hear that every episode of the show, we tell our <laughs> listeners to go vote. Is that true? Oh, we've it been is. on. We've been yeah. on. I've been. I only listened to the Nick Miller episode. I gotta be. I gotta be oh, honest. It's Nick quite Miller's all right. That's yeah, a great um, okay. Do you want my Black Friday take? Please. Yes. I will give you Black Friday take. Um, because it's a little bit of a you can't win type situation for me. Mm. Because um, I feel like if you grow up without a lot of money. Black Friday is the only time of the year where you might be able to afford anything that you might want, you know? Mm. So, um, you know, your, and it doesn't even have to be like, you know, your latest tickle me Elmo's or what have you, you know, it, it could be, um, whatever like for me. Is. Yeah. For me, like, um, I was told to, uh, buy all my, uh, gear on Black Friday at B and H because their deals are, uh, through the roof. I'm also yeah. sponsored by, uh, B and H. <laughs> Uh, photo and video. Um, do I have a B&H tat on my ass? <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Adorama slut. <laughs> um, so, Ew, I love it. So at, the, at, the, at, at the same time, 
there is um it is absolutely wrong that <laughs> that the that people's base needs are all or not even base needs just your want to have a little bit more than you know uh your uh crappy tv from 15 years ago exactly. or your camera um the fact is like on this day that's the only time you're going to get it but it's the uh you know it's these uh you know these big corporations the 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 1% you know um, that um that are it's barbaric like, yeah it is literally barbaric and they're like yeah fight for your fight for this tv bitch yeah, you want to you better scraps, wake up at 5 a.m after you already ate yourself into a stupor you're probably yeah. still freaking like and, loaded from last night like and even even worse are the people who have to freaking work on black friday oh like, my those, God. Are the, those are the same people who won't be able to afford any of that shit like on a regular mm. like um a regular day yeah. so so to me it's like obviously black friday as an institution fucked it is literally um making Gate people like, beg yeah. for scraps and it's like you could have sold this shit for the same money isn't I any mean, money is real but uh, as a concept money's not real right yeah obviously money is real in a material sense i have a certain amount of money which allows me to live a certain type of way but they just print more of it. That value I, system, exactly. Okay. I, I just thought of this, but like when I see a sale, it's like now, it's like in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, so you could have sold me at this at this price at any point. Like you're yeah. not gonna go, you're not gonna lose money on this deal. So why isn't it just always this price? Yeah. Okay, this four pack of <laughs> peanut butter and chocolate, I won't say the brand name snack cost me what like two dollars or something i guarantee like this specific pack costs no more than like 12 cents yeah in whole you know yeah. so it's like they could be selling us this shit for half of the price of everything on the market but they don't because yeah these one percent's got to keep up the hamptons house because yeah. that shit ain't gonna pay for itself and they also the to, this is this is also some some straight culture here is the the illusion <laughs> of scarcity is some straight culture. Girl, absolutely. You know, like, I yeah. mean, I, you can honestly make a you can honestly like have a critique with like through through like um um of like um you know their TVs uh, a plenty right you don't have to buy the TV for a certain price on a certain day it's like oh we only have ten TVs and they're all twelve cents right. So you got to go run and get it now. No, you um, know how many Panasonics there are in your local Best Buy right now? Like, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like that is absolutely like kind of a, a concept that's rooted in like uh, heteronormativity, right? Like, take like, me there. Like, they're. Okay, uh, I backed myself into a corner with this, and I'm going no, to don't. try to like talk my way into it because I believe it, but I don't know why yet. I see it this feels connection right. between scarcity and it heterosexuality. It, fe it feels right to me, so I've got to, I've got to like uh, connect with that. Okay, so it feels like you know the the straights, if you will, um, have to. Um, you know, preserve. I mean, it, it's all hierarchies, right? They all they all have to preserve mm -hmm. their preserve their what have yous. You know, they have to preserve their their land. They have to preserve their um, one wife and um, their Hamptons house. Yeah, their Hamptons house. Their their mistresses on the side. You know, they have all the all the bounty that they want, right? 
but then, um, but they have to pretend like it's not all there for, for others to take. Yeah, they're but like, in, but we cannot raise in, the minimum wage girl. In, in, in queer culture and queer communities, because everything happens so like underground, right? Everything happens through a series of kind of secrets and a ser series of like kind of like bar codes and winks, bar and bathrooms, the hanky tweets. code. Absolutely um, the hanky code. And through that, it, you, there is no like, um, there is no actual abundance. So the desire for abundance becomes like um, stronger, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's being withheld from you. So it's like, oh, well, there, it's not actually scarce. You know, I want to, you know, go and experience all the things that I can experience because um, I already have such limited, you know, uh, romantic, friend, familial, economic resources that I can, you know, I can, I should be able to live that life to the fullest. Do you know what that, I mean? Yes, that's literally, that's Paris is burning. That is executive yeah. realness, the performance of, like, I could pass as an executive, but the straight world just literally won't uh, Wait, fun, give fun, people that chance. Fun Harlem fact about my apartment complex. I live in Work. a in a building, um, or in a building. It's a complex called the Dunbar Apartments. So, um, it was like a, a it's a historical landmark mm -hmm. um, at, because like a lot of very famous uh, like Black Renaissance people lived here um, in the excuse me in the 1920s and the 1930s. You know who lived here in the 90s? Jenny freaking Livingstone lived in this. <gasps> wow. In this um, complex. Whoa. Yeah. That's um, my age. Yeah. My, um, one of my neighbors, who's also an excellent queer filmmaker that um, you guys should check out. His name is uh, Elegance. Um, and um, we're in the Tenants Association together. I think he might be like in LA right now shopping around his new um, film, which uh, I haven't seen yet, but it's getting a lot of like awards at film festivals. So I would recommend um, you guys um, check it out. It's called Great. Peer Kids. Um, but, um, we're on the tenant association. So we talk sometimes and he was telling me, um, that like Jenny Livingstone lived in this building. I was like, that's crazy. Paris is burning. Wow. It's one of my fucking favorite movies of all time. It's, it's literally a masterpiece. There's, it's it. there's nothing, there's nothing else like it, you know? Absolutely. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's my little, uh, building aside here. Dunbar Apartments. The Dunbar Apartments. Wait, I'm also interested in, I know our, our word of the day is Black Friday, but I am interested in the previous topic of conversation. Yeah. Brought up, which Let was, me... uh, you know, uh, I've, what do you guys call it? Wacky Wednesday? <laughs> I don't know. We literally call it the Wednesday before the Thanksgiving. Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Very similar to me referring to the thing that you changed the channel with as the channel changer. Vibe. <laughs> Come on, Captain Obvious. Yeah, that's my new drag name. I'm very awesome <laughs> Razor. Here's the thing. Let me yeah. clarify too. It was a misprint. It was a it was a typo in the group me. But my cousin said, Who is happy our other cousin isn't making us go to the bars tonight? Everything's uh, the difference between yeah. is and isn't really cool. you should just give it one more read over on the text okay. to make sure that you're getting your point across correctly. Couldn't be couldn't be more different. Couldn't be more Honestly, disparate. night and day. Night Absolutely. and day. 
Absolutely. Um, but what were you want, what were you wanting to say about the Wednesday before Thanksgiving? Well, yeah, Yari. I feel like that is probably um, the worst social obligation that you could possibly oh have God. when you're in, when you are um, probably in your college years. I think after your college years, you can just throw all those people away. You never need to hear from them again. They're there to post uh, reactionary things on Facebook. That's exactly. It. But but. Um, you know, your college years, you're like back and you kind of want to like peacock a little bit. You want to show everybody like, oh, uh, I'm, you know, I'm in college. Now I'm listening to Bonnie Bear, you know. Um, Big vibe. Yeah. Uh, I Have you guys heard of this cool band, Animal Collective? <laughs> um, it's the the uh, the main guy in that is a guy, get this, his name is freaking Panda Bear, you know. And <laughs> Um, I actually don't really like Animal Collective all that much, although I'm warming up to them a little bit. Um, Didn't they just release something new? I think Panda Bear did. I don't know oh, if, okay, um, cool. if Animal Collective themselves did. They um, just got that one really good album cover, and I give them that. That um, like that, oh, yeah. that spooky looking, or like the, the trippy looking one. Yeah, it's uh, Meriwether Post Pavilion, yeah, yeah. which is the name of a, of a Washington, D.C. Um, concert venue, which yeah, I've been to sounds like many it. times. Uh, was uh, you know when I did see Bonnie Bear live, I saw them at Meriwether Post Pavilion. Oh, uh, see, well, and Bonnie Pavilion. Didn't realize um, Bonnie Bear was a full band for a yeah. long time. Yeah, uh, I mean their first album doesn't sound like it. You know, just one yeah. guy. Yeah, I anyway, didn't know that until this very second. The, so, but the the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is all about appearances. It's all about Absolutely. the performance of an identity that you're still figuring out. Right, it's not even about getting drunk. Yeah. Like people get, people go to the bar, they socialize, but it is definitely about just showing off, looking, seeing, be seen. Mm -hmm. And it's it's the worst, cause everyone's just like wearing like, it's just very straight. It's a hetero fest. Yeah. It's also, I feel like it's objects that rest, stay at rest, objects in motion, stay in motion because I was talking to my boyfriend yesterday and I was like, this is weird. It'll be the first Wednesday before Thanksgiving where I'm not like seeing people from my high school. He was like, I've never really done that. I'm actually not really in communication with people from my high school anymore. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, like I'm not either, but I still would go. And it's like, why, <laughs> why would I do that? Why, did, like, why, why was I still doing that? Why, why did, did you I do put that? yourself in that social situation? You know, where it's like I'm just in the same area as all the people who are going out that I would have seen, would have been in the same high school with. And it's like, it depends, for what reason? Depends what the event is, and obviously, like if it's just going to the bar, I've done that. I went to the bar where everybody goes, and it was awful. I hated it. It's a very straight bar. It's sports forward, and I hate all of these words. <laughs> I hate it. So I didn't have a good time, and I saw all these jocks, and I saw some of the popular girls, and they were like, "Oh my god, remember how gay you were in high school?" And I was like, "Yeah, girl, I was there." So like, yeah. it wasn't fun for me. <laughs> That's hey, remember how remember how you were different? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Yeah," and I'm still this way. Yeah. It's just like, guys, it's just so embarrassing Dude, uh, for the honestly, gays to go back to those things. That's why I don't go anymore. I went once, and I was like, "Absolutely, am I not? Am I doing this again?" I'll go to like a kickback with some like cool people yeah. from high school yeah. on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, but I we're not last, doing the whole bar. I was I was at more I was more of a house party or house gathering event mm -hmm. last year, which was much more my speed. That's always been more my speed. Here, here's what I like. I'll tell you, this is this Bring is it. queer, I think. Mm -hmm. This is queer, which is well, like, running into somebody from high school that you had good vibes with, 
but weren't like best friends with. Mm. And then you guys realize after all these years, you have a lot in common. You're not the exact same person. You might not be best friends, but you'd be good Hanks. You that's know? real. That is queer. This I is the queer experience. That's, that's a, that is a, that is a uh, found family. If I've ever, if I've ever heard of it, you know, Yari, you're really hitting on a lot of points on our podcast. We've discussed because just a couple of weeks ago, we had a couple people on to talk about running into people from high school. Yeah. <laughs> As straight culture. But yeah. like, that's like running into someone you didn't want to see or yeah. like, yeah. you know, ruffled your feathers. But I see what you're saying here about like someone maybe you weren't expecting to like have a glow up or not a glow up even, but like a, a queer awakening or like maybe you didn't expect them to be as left of field as they ended up. Being. Yeah. Or, or it's like, like cool or you interesting. Were, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or, I, or, or like you, you were, were both different. Maybe you, maybe you were both different in high school and now like you've grown up and you're in your young adulthood and you've grown closer to each other's sort of like vibes, their, your friendship emotions. Uh -huh. Yeah. At, at one of these terrible fucking Lower East sidebars, the, <laughs> the, you know, the ones where all the, like, um, the bridge and tunnel people go to, like, the Long Island people. Wow, yeah, yeah, hang yeah, out, yeah. And, Like, off the wagon or something in the Lower East side. Oh, my God, I was, yes. I was there for a friend's birthday party one time, and I was, I like. I think I've literally been to this point. Yeah, I was going to, I was going to leave, and then I ran into um, three people there who were, like, um. Why are they all called something like off the wagon? Yeah, because because nobody uh, enjoy nobody has fun. There's no fun. <laughs> off the wagon is literally something that you know pe people experience pain. You know, the music saying, is too loud for yeah. you to have fun. And like I um, love loud music, but you can't anyway. But I ran into these three like Upper West Side people that I went to high school with, who I was like friends with them in high school, but they were very like condescending to me. Like they were always like. I was always the butt of their jokes, right. you know, but you know, that you still like consider them friends because you have no self-respect when you're right. in high school. Oh, God, <laughs> um, yeah. So I like ran into them and they immediately started like bringing up like, like embarrassing things I did when I was in high school. And I was like, I'm, well, currently I'm 28. I was like, I'm 26 years old right now. Like mm -hmm. I have my own insurance and I have, um, you know, I have a job where I, uh, you know, uh, help homeless people, you know, like, you making fun this. of like yeah you making fun of like me like I, one of them i actually i lost my virginity at, at a party that he threw uh -huh. and i was like you you bringing that up is like not an enjoyable thing it's you know it's just like for you to maintain this power structure Absolutely. right but i'll tell you very good vibes um interaction i had was i was like waiting for a bus in astoria because i was dog sitting for my sister mm -hmm. and i ran into somebody who i used to like my freshman year, we used to sit next to each other on the bus and we would like share earphones and like listen to music because I would wear like shirts that were like Led Zeppelin, The Who, mm -hmm. or whatever, because I was a classic <laughs> rock bitch. But <laughs> uh, those are two words I don't think that have ever been said. Uh, no, I definitely said classic rock bitch. Maybe. <laughs> um, but um, I like, she also liked that music. So we would like listen to music together. We would like, sleep, you know, because we had to go from Queens to the Bronx. We would, like fall asleep on the like, bus um and we were like friends but we didn't like keep in touch and this happened like actually the the week before i started quarantine um we we're like ran each, we ran into each other on the bus we like talked the whole time we had really great conversation mm -hmm. and she was like i live two bus stops away from where your dog's sitting so why don't you like um like after like if you're like bored like mm -hmm. come take a walk over to my place and i was like sure and i like 
at the time I was like, I don't know if I really feel up to going. I'm kind of tired and I, um, I have like shit to do. Um, but then I ended up like walking over. Um, and I was like, I'll just stay for like an hour. I don't really need to stay for that long. I ended up staying until like 1231 in the morning, like just talking. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, she was like smoking a bunch of weed. I don't smoke weed because it gives me anxiety, but I do smoke a lot of CBD, <laughs> uh, which is like, which is like a funny thing to like smoke like a joint, I think, but I do enjoy oh. like the, the like flower of it. Um, but, um, she was like smoking a bunch of weed. We were just like having like, like really like deep, like conversations. And I was just like, this is the exact thing that I wish that I would have done like in high school, you know? like really bonding with somebody or not because you have to, because you're in a class with them, but because there's some rapport, there's some familiarity, there's some something, you know, that yeah, like choosing to be friends as opposed to like friends by convenience, since you're in the same place for like eight hours a day for five days a week. Yeah, That's- exactly. Exactly. So I think that like Wednesday before Thanksgiving, incredibly bad vibes. If you're meeting up at like a bar to, uh, if you're meeting up and off the wagon to like get made fun of for like exactly for like um, hooking up with somebody that people thought was ugly when you were 16 or mm. something, you know, mm. versus like a chance encounter with somebody who ends up having right. great vibes and being like, oh, you're a friend, you're somebody I'm throwing you on my close friends on Instagram. They're going to find everything about you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a deep move is putting them into the close friends. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But I feel it, like my close, I feel like my close friends on Instagram is, you know, people just, I, my close friends isn't divided by like, um like, um you know, people who are like in my tight circle and people are not. It's just people who I like would trust to tell trust. the things that I it's would about post. Trust. Even if, even people who I like, have only interacted with online, but like give me really, really good vibes. I'll throw them on a, on a close friends list. I don't care. Right, you know, yeah. but some, somebody who I was like on an improv team with for like, you know, four years, but um, you know, I don't really get good vibes from that's not, that's not anybody in particular. I'm just throwing out a scenario. <laughs> um, all of the people on my current improv team are on my close friends. And if they're not, and if you're listening, um, you will be, don't worry. I just uh, think that you shouldn't be performing improv with someone who you wouldn't put on your close friends list. Yeah, that's yeah. real. That's yeah, improv would that's be a bad. Rule of thumb. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about trust, you know. Oh, absolutely. Literally. So the move, the lesson here is on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, maybe stray from the bar mm-hmm. and hit a kickback moment outside of a pandemic, of course. Yeah, yeah. outside of the pandemic. I think that the key here is reach out to someone who you think you would have been friends with in high school, but it, you didn't become friends with, and then see what happens. Just see what happens. Yeah. Give it a go. Yeah, uh, I, I'm a huge fan of the friend date. I'm a huge fan of the friend date. That's cool, yeah. Somebody you get good vibes from, ask them for coffee, you know? If mm-hmm. it's a, if it's a mem- if it's a member of the of the gender that you happen to be attracted to, and you don't want to like make it seem like a like a real like kind of romantic thing, you what can, are your wedding you ring? Literally, you can literally mm-hmm. specify like, um, um, you're really cool. I want to be friends. With, uh, I would like to be friends with you. Would you want to meet up for coffee? One of my closest Bye. friends, I met at a party, and um, I reached out to her literally by saying, 
hey, uh, you're cool. I want to be your friend. Do you want to grab a coffee in the West Village? And now she's one of my best friends. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, you know, hopefully in the future we can go back to doing that sort of thing. I've actually yeah. been very lucky to have been able to make a couple friends during the pandemic, which is like not really something I expected to have been able to do, but like it, you know, it's through Zoom calls or whatever. I don't know. Just like you, you meet new people somehow. And even though we're all locked up by ourselves. Mm -hmm. Who do, how have you, how have you gone about like, doing that just like through well i was invited to a dungeons and dragons campaign with some i knew the guy running it but like it was with his improv team and i didn't know them mm -hmm. and so i was playing with them and so like i i, I feel it like, i feel like we're friends now we've been playing for like like two months or so that's awesome oh totally the campaign will bring you together mm -hmm. yeah that's, that's beautiful that rules I like um I have um like reached out to people on social media over the uh, over the pandemic people who I think post like cool things just because I I can't um, not interact with people I am like extroverted a hundred percent I like need to interact with different types of people I get creative inspiration from learning how different people like move throughout the world as well because you know it's more information to pull from so over the pandemic I. Like if somebody posts something cool on uh, their Instagram story, you know I'm gonna reply to that. Yeah, there's if always some, that. Yeah. If some if someone's posting a funny tweet, you know I'm gonna reply to that. You know, you know I'm gonna DM them, say, uh, "Hey, nice shirt." You know. Uh, <laughs> hey, love this fucking shirt. Good. Yeah. Give compliments. Be genuine with them, and just have a blast. Yeah. And um, you know, be vol. The, honestly. Anybody out there looking to make friends? Here's my number one piece of advice. Be vulnerable. Because mm -hmm. then people feel comfortable being vulnerable with you. And this is good advice because people, I feel like people, even after they leave school, worry about making friends in adulthood, let alone yeah. during a pandemic. So this is good advice for all around. Be vulnerable yeah. and people respond with more vulnerability and it's good. Yeah. We are genuine. We are vulnerable. We are radically transparent with our emotions. <laughs> this is where this is the key to yeah. friendship. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah, I think that this about sums up how how we feel about Black Friday. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling. I feel I'm ready really to buy some deals. It. I'm ready to go get some. Deals. I'm ready. Yeah, bitch. I'm about to buy so much technology. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, be. You'll be like, is that show or is that Optimus Prime? <laughs> to, before we wrap up, we do one final segment of the show where we, it's called Iconic Not Iconic. Okay. And we have three topics ready to go. And Joe and I will count down from three. We'll all say whether we think it's iconic or not iconic. And then okay. we'll discuss. Okay. You're going to love it. Yeah. First okay, up, I'm excited. We have Clean Rap. Cling wrap. Okay. Wow. Three, Three two, one. one. Not iconic. Iconic. Not iconic. Whoa. I'm saying not iconic. Why? That's why wild. do you think it's not iconic, Gary? I was really stuck on this one, but um, the thing with cling wrap is that it always bunches up when you're trying to peel it, and mm -hmm. the one time that you that you miss. You miss one time, and the whole rest of your cling wrap is fucked. Right. So, so I'm saying 
looking like a spider web. Yeah, you know, I would say there are iconic elements to cling wrap. I would say, you know, I have some celery wrapped up in cling wrap in my refrigerator right now. Maybe I'm a hypocrite, but but cling wrap, not 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 for me. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that Press and Seal is the star of the cling wrap world. Like, well, Press, Press okay. and Seal is the legend that we should kiss the ground that it walks on. But I feel like we would never have gotten to that level of extreme incredibility without the stepping stone and the decades of work put in by cling wrap. And yeah. So, and I feel like cling wrap is you know sort of a fading star but still part of the culture like a it's like a star is born Literally. yes okay sort yeah. Of, yeah she cling wrap is the jackson main press yeah. and seal is the is alley okay yeah. so like guys this is so emotional for me because like here's the thing cling wrap i don't even think about it as a kitchen tool to me it is literally an art medium i just found my hard drive <laughs> last night of all my performance art that i did in college and i watched some with my roommate I would just like throw, I would finish a drag look by wrapping myself in like, you know that like um, slightly like, it looks like a green glass tone of cling yes. film. Yeah. I would just get one of those from Home Depot and just wrap my drag character in that, look like a mummy from, from I don't the even 80s. know, like uh, the eighties. Yeah. Like, yeah, like a mummy walked out of a rave. So Honestly, Honestly, That's I'm sure that could work as like a nice tinting tool, like a in uh, in lighting as well. Right. You know. So you know, like, I might keep going. Keep going. No, Sorry. that's just like what that's what I think of when I think of cling film, and like press and seal does not have the same texture or the same look as this. So like mm -hmm. press and seal, well, it, it does miracles. Press and seal performs miracles. Yeah. I would. It's just like not the aesthetic of cling film that I'm thinking about. I just went, um, was thinking about that, but fucking yeah. love cling film. I remember uh, at sleepaway camp, um, there was a there was a prank done by um, mm -hmm. wrapping somebody's bed and pillow in a whole bunch of uh, cling wrap, like probably two full rolls of cling wrap. It was, uh, it was really a not nice thing to do. That's hilarious. It was hilarious. very, it was very funny. I, really I think there are a lot of really good pranks you can play with it because obviously it is see-through. Um, mm -hmm. I love, I mean, I've never done this or had it done to me, but I love the idea of putting it over the top of a toilet bowl. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's so and, evil. Yeah. yeah. Similarly, you know, like putting it in a doorway. Yeah. Because uh, it's sticky too. So if you walk into it, you're going to get stuck. That's yeah. So, so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, you you guys have convinced me, especially that toilet paper one, because what if someone's <laughs> got to go number two, or if someone's got to go number two, that is that is hilarity waiting to ensue. You know? There's 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 a there is an image there that I think is a uh, is very funny. Um, next, next, next up for iconic, 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 not iconic. We have Hop on Pop by Dr. Seuss. Hop wow. on Pop by Dr. Seuss. Can I have a moment just to refresh the 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 cover? For sure. Let me let me Google it, it. Let me Google this really quick because uh, you know this is a this is a classic. But you know how some things are so classic that it just like bleeds into the background of mm -hmm. of everything else. Oh yeah, I know this guy. I know this guy for sure. All right, ready? 
three, three two, two, one. one. Not, not iconic. Not iconic. It's, it's not it. It's really, like, even though it is Dr. Zeus, we all recognize it. And I guess at that point, it probably is just technically literally iconic. But I don't think that it's no. really got the star power. I can't really think of anything other. Uh, like, I definitely have read the book multiple times, but don't remember anything about it. Other than that, it's about Hop on Pop. It's, a it's book no of Green Eggs and Sam. It's <laughs> green, no... eggs and, green Eggs and Ham. Green Eggs yeah. and Sam. Green oh, Eggs and Sam. Sorry. You said <laughs> Green Eggs and Sam. <laughs> At the, next, at, your, at the next uh, Wednesday, um, at the Wednesday before Thanksgiving of our podcast hangout in 10 years, we're all going to bring up life. Green Eggs and Sam, and we're going to call you out on it. Green it's Day one fish, and Yam. <laughs> no, um, yeah, you, you got your Green Eggs and Ham for sure. You got your cat in the hat. But it's like not every play Shakespeare wrote was a hit or iconic. Like yeah. Romeo True. and Juliet is like iconic. Like, mm -hmm. do people really care? I, I, I don't wanna, I don't wanna. I don't know. The there's, some obscure, on. there's some obscure ones, exactly, yes. right. So like, I would say hop on pop, not iconic. Yeah. Like, girl, it's no one fish, two fish, red fish, whatever the balls. Like, yeah. oh, the places you'll go, bitch? Yeah. Oh, the In places you'll go? Nobody's getting hop on pop for their graduation. No. Uh, no. no. It's kind Absolutely of gross. Not. It's kind of pederasty. It's like, what's going on? Yeah. Pop on I, pop. If I, if I was pop, I I'd would pop not on want off. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd, I'd pop on off. That's more like iconic, honestly. Mm, there, thank you. There's like a dark, I guess this is kind of just Bojack Horseman, but there's like <laughs> an adult cartoon you can do where you're pop from hop on pop. Uh, and you're sort of existing in the world of like the celebrity of the Dr. Seuss characters. Wow. And sort of Cat in the Hat is a dick. Uh, yeah. And it's like, like the Horton is a diva. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but that's the just Lorax. Sort of... The Lorax is like uh, Mr. Peanut Butter, you know? Nice guy. Like, yeah. yeah. Nice guy. Only trying to do good stuff, but also like, like shut up a little bit. Oh, annoying know? as fuck. I'm yeah. sure. It's like, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. Do you think but, he's a hypocrite? I hope not. Everyone is a hypocrite. Like, what if he, like, do you think he's, like, speaking for the trees and, like, is, like, advocating for them generally and not a great grand scheme, but, like, also allows fracking on his properties? Okay. Here's so what I'm thinking. Paul. Yeah. Here's what I'm thinking. I think the Lorax, while his heart is in the good place, he should, you know, create space for the trees to speak for themselves. You know, true. Why is but, he the one who has to speak for the trees? I, I feel like the trees, you know, what if they, they don't want to talk? I yeah, don't know. They have, they have their lived experience, you know, the, the Maybe trees he have lived experience. The mic. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, you know. That's a great point, and I've never thought about it that way. Yeah. Last up for Iconic, not Iconic, we have horse tranquilizers. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Three, Three, two, two one. one. Iconic. iconic. They're Absolutely more iconic, iconic than human tranquilizers. I don't yeah. know how they got the wow, number one yeah. spot, but like horse tranquilizers are yeah. the number one. Yeah. Uh, the horse tranquilizers, <sighs> you know, I feel like, you know, ketamine is catching up. You ketamine. Know, people, <laughs> ketamine. People, people are really into, into this ketamine stuff. I've never, uh, I've never uh, partaken myself. No, um, absolutely not. Um, but, you know, I've, um, 
I've had I've had my share of uh, benzodiazepams, you know. Uh, the only K hole I need is a good Kardashians marathon, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, horse tranquilizers, you know, they're funny. People are like, oh, you know, <laughs> it's like that could be a punchline for a joke, right? Absolutely. I feel like they're like, often a punchline for a joke, but also yeah. sound pretty fun to do. Sound pretty fun. Seems like a crazy drug. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but they are very popular and iconic in this way, in this place they have in culture. The drug in in drug culture, they it's a funny one. Like it's a it's a good one. Okay, and the, that, it's great branding too. Like it's strong enough to knock out a horse. Like that's yeah. you immediately <laughs> understand what a horse tranquilizer yeah. means. Like, it's like the Marlboro man. Turn. You know, if you're the Marlboro mm. man, you're like. You smoke Marlboros, you'll be like a cowboy, you know? If you take horse tranquilizers, you're going to get more fucked up than a horse is. More if you drink Red Bull, up. you're going to fly. Yeah. Um, Girl, that's I have, a, I have an, uh, an iconic question that I'd like to throw out there while come we're on, on the topic of drugs. That's do just ever, Yara. You have come more prepared than anyone else. Do too. you guys think that CBD is iconic? Because, because I find CBD to be helpful you know, but it's, you know, a stapler is helpful, is right. iconic. You know? right. I don't think so. Like, I feel like it's just, it's, it's sort of, it definitely exists and is real, but I don't think that like, it, it it's, I don't think it has the star power to be iconic. No, yeah. no, I don't think it does either, but I'm, I love that it works for you. I yeah. like just hit some like CBD pens and like the tinctures or whatever. And like, I get it. Like she's chilling in like a way yeah. it's, um, but yeah, it's, it's just like weeds diet cousin. And yeah, like, that is a I, great way to put it. Diet, yeah. Yeah, diet. diet weed. Yeah. But and, like, it's not even diet. It's like zero. Yeah. It's like it's like weed zero. Yeah. yeah. It's like you have the, like the, there's like something weedy about it. But yeah. It's like kind of the 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 back the on the back end of your mouth. It's like weed. You know. It's not uh, yes, like you know, right. full bodied. It's a grassy weed experience. Yeah. Yeah. Where the fuck do you get just flour? That's CBD though. I've never heard of this. I've always um, seen it in like a juice. I can show you guys. Hold on. It literally looks like buds. Hold on one second. Oh my God. I'm gagging. I need it. This is amazing. I didn't. Yeah. I also didn't know. I guess I should have guessed or have just assumed it was also from a flower, but I never thought about it. It's from cannabis. It's like a byproduct of cannabis. It yeah. just doesn't get you high. So yeah. I'm back. It's literally called like Kush. Like they've really branded it as like a weed thing. Mm. But this is, this is what it looks like. It's literally like the same plant. You yeah. Know? This has, I could, uh, you know, this is very stemmy. It's got, oh, I think because we ground this one up already, but the, you know, you can see the classic stems. Yeah. It, cer it certainly smells dank. Um, vibe, vibe, vibe. But it is decaf. It is decaf. Oh. And I have- That's um, another great way of putting it, decaf <laughs> weed. I have two joints here in this ashtray. This one is um, one that's like, super sleepy. It's like you hit this just to fall asleep. Mm, and vibe. this one, this one I take, Two hits of it every morning. <laughs> I have two take two hits and call me in the morning. Yeah, I take <laughs> I take two hits. I have two cups of coffee. I take a shower and I am you ready know, for the I day. am clear headed. I'm relaxed but alert. I'm ready to rock and roll. And drug the fuck up. You take yeah. your horse tranquilizer to go uh, yeah, to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it honestly 
So, but it is in a sense like, um, you know, it's like, it's a copying, right? It's like, mm. even the fact that they have to call this Kush, like, right. they it's can't, like, like this can't is supposed live to be medicine. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be medicine, you know, like, you have some confidence in yourself, man. Like, mm. like, I don't know. It's like, it's like a. Be the wellness some, product you want to see in the world. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to, you don't have to give it to me in flower form. You know, I enjoy the taste of it and I enjoy the act of smoking it, but it doesn't have to be a fucking flower. It yeah. Can be, it can be whatever you want it to be. The tincture. Was was nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, Yari, that's the end so of Iconic, not Iconic. Yeah, this was so great, Yari. No, thank you for having came me. On. I'm glad to have, to have come on. You guys are both awesome. So I'm glad that we... <gasps> Ooh, excuse me. I have the hiccups now. I'm glad that we had uh, we had this uh, evening together. Absolutely. Me too. Before we get to plugs, we remind everyone every week to go out and get tested. Uh, you got to know your status, especially in hashtag these times. There's the ruinous region. Yeah. Yeah. I I just got my third ever COVID test for the, uh, and so that's fun. Word. Uh, I, got, I mentioned earlier, I got mine today. I got my third one today as well. Rapid test. I, this is I my would. third rapid test, actually, because uh, every other time I've been like, I got work to do. So, like, I have to go out on shoots for class. So, I need mm. to. You know, nice. And we also remind everyone to get registered to vote and to vote, yeah. like Yari was telling us earlier. Yeah. Vote them up, y'all. Participate. You know, yeah. Though, though we are mere weeks from an election, there is always one coming up. Yeah. Uh, get educated. Also, um, remember, don't push. Uh, uh, you can always push them lefter. You know, you can always. Uh, you know, don't don't give up on a guy like Joe Biden because you know. He's our guy, you know, you gotta vote for him. Just disco hip check him to the left. Yeah, yeah. that's, you know, that's, um, <laughs> make sure, make, <laughs> also make sure you vote in your local elections. Those yeah, are really important. Yeah, get educated. And School finally, uh, give on School back, board. give your time, give your energy, give your thoughts, give your School feelings, board. give your case uh, to causes you believe in. Yari, once again, thank you so much for being here. Okay. Where can people find you? What can people? What should people be looking out for? What? So, where can they find your beautiful, beautiful things? The first thing that I'd like to plug is the novel coronavirus. If you guys uh, have not yet um, um, heard about this, I would highly recommend checking it out. Uh, like the, no, um, you can find me on Twitter. My account is currently locked because I am nice. trying to. I have I work with parents um, all the time. My other job is being a tutor, so I um, I have tweeted about uh, a lot of uh, nasty old stuff before. Mm -hmm. But um, if you're listening to this, um, my Twitter account is Yari. That's Yari with nine A's. Y A A A A A A A A A R I. My Instagram account is Yari N T, um, and I have two short films up. Um, that you can check out. Um, one is called uh, We Date It. Um, that is uh, something I'm extremely proud of. I wrote and directed that um, with some really funny people, some really great people. Um, and another two minute short called Clean that I'm also really proud of. I you know, wrote, directed, and um, co-edited that as well. Um, and um, you know, there's gonna be more stuff on the way because I am a film student and I'll be making student films. So yeah. please um, 
check me out in your what have yous. But most importantly, um, I would like to plug um, my nose at the freaking president right now. Whoa. <laughs> so so make sure to check out uh his twitter account at real donald trump and um make sure you search uh kofifi as well because you're in for a really a really funny surprise when Definitely, you see that yeah maybe block maybe block yeah. <laughs> um uh, yeah that's it for me thank you guys so much wonderful. for having me joe you can find me at queervo queen on instagram and twitter check it out check it out Always follow our podcast at Word on the Straits, S tier 8S on Instagram and Twitter. I know that a lot of people are getting into the straight culture podcasting game. Oh, um, wow. You know, yeah, just, they are, aren't they? Just, just figure, you know, why not, uh, why not go for the grassroots movement? Yeah, uh, maybe go for the sort of original. The people heard, who were I doing heard. it for a year before anyone else. <laughs> maybe reach for the original pod. Oh, no. Do it for yourself, you know? Um, and, you know, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can follow me at Sam Sanish on Instagram and Twitter, and you can listen to my other podcast, The Bitter Jurors, where we talk about Avatar The Last Airbender, um, and we're at Bitter Jurors Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Work. Yari, thank you so much again. It's been lovely. Absolutely lovely. Yeah. Thank That's uh, British, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. It's somewhere uh, in the British Isles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, top of the morning to you. Then. Glad, <laughs> glad to be here discussing the straits. It was lovely to have you. Crikey. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.